Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey everyone, welcome back to Mama's Mission. Today I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Kate Bocock and she's actually my neighbour. But we know each other from church and our kids love to play with each other. And yeah, I just really wanted to pick her brain today. So we are just going to jump straight into it. We're looking at the five past series I had about how kids aged 18 to 29 stay connected with Christ. And one of those points was kids actually serving in the church and I think I've seen Kate and her husband Simon model this really really well with their kids and so I'm gonna pick her brain with a few questions so I think we'll just get straight into it so hi Kate and welcome to the podcast. Hi Deb. Can you actually tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure Um, my name's Kate Um, I've been married to my husband Simon for over 25 years we have four amazing um, I'd like to say children but they're probably actually more teens now, except the littlest one, who's um, 10. Um, I have been involved in children's and youth ministry since um, we were saved in our mid-20s, so that's coming up um, nearly 25 years as well. And um, and I also have the pleasure of being a teacher of um, year six to eight. So I have a lot of experience with that kind of amazing early teen age group. Awesome. So the series we're doing is looking at why 25% of kids aged 18 to 29 stay connected with Christ. And one of those things is serving as a family. And I really want to see what your thoughts, or sorry, hear what your thoughts are on this, on serving as a family. Serving as a family has been something that probably started um, we we started doing when our kids were young because our eldest has special needs and she needed to remain with us Um, there weren't often children's facilities that could cope with gaps and so we and we desperately wanted to serve in ministry so it became kind of um, our prayer to God how do how do we manage our family and be able to serve God and so it seemed like the the simple answer really was to get them involved with what we were doing rather than trying to run kids and church separately. So how did you go about that with Gabby and yeah including the rest of the family in serving? So initially it was getting them alongside us so we had um, ministry positions um, that um, they they could simply come along to so Um, When it came to running small groups, the small groups happened in our home. So our children were in those small group um, services. They were um, playing around adults and watching adults um, do praise and worship, um, have a Bible reading, 
um, those really amazing things. And and the cool thing about youth ministry is often there are young people as leaders in your youth ministry. So those were people that my children looked up to, aspired to be, and and wanted to to be more like them. So it wasn't just us. It was seeing these really cool, amazing young people that were on fire for God and wanting to be like them. So that was that was how it, it, it started as a practical, how can we manage the small group? How can we manage these young people and look after um, our children's needs? Well, that was easy. We just get them all in the same space at the same time, whether that's Friday night at um, skate. Um, a skate outreach or um, you know a midweek catch up with leaders they were just always there they might have pajamas on and a a raincoat or something but but that was and that was how we made it work that is so cool so from what age do you would you say your kids or kids in general could begin serving I think they can understand really really early that they can play a part in ministry and I know that our children were getting fed at home of what it was to be a disciple of Christ and also at school once they started school they were getting really good education about what it was to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, I think the most important aspect is to see you you doing it and being active in the house yourself so they they look at you they understand that this is what christianity looks like and it just it's not hard you're not lecturing them into doing something they simply see you living out what you preach Um, they see you working with other people praying for other people um, coming alongside people trying to lighten the load of families and it just becomes a natural part of what they do they don't actually think about it yeah I would 100% agree with that so going along the lines of serving in the church how do you think that kids could serve in the church so so I I really feel like working alongside a respected adult or or teenager is a really good place to start um I, I guess for some children, empathy is is almost um, it's a natural gift, something that they that they can work in. They they see need and they will work to fill it. Um, and I I've reflected a lot on why my kids can see need in other people and actively work to meet that need. And I think some that actually needs to be situational. They actually need to be in a situation where they they're taught through experience through somebody else meeting the need of someone they see that and then they can they can learn how to do that themselves so that's where that walking with someone walking alongside somebody they see you offering a hand or offering support or offering uh, the gift of a meal Um, they start to see what happens in the life of the person that you are moving to help and they also um, begin to understand that they feel really good when they do that for somebody else as well and that can be something small so it could be standing at the door with the welcome team and actually just being another smiling face so it's really low key introduction and it really just relies on them being warm and friendly 
and they will get they will feel good having having done that and they can do that at a really little age if you're serving in a ministry area and you know that there's a really practical job that they could do it could be something really really small and seemingly insignificant I know in our kids ministry we get um, some young young um, people that are there early help us set out how would you like the toy set up in the preschool area and they they will come and they will set up little playstations for the kids and they and they know that's not for them they're not playing with those toys they're older than that but they they understand who they're doing it for and and the why why are we doing this well we want people to love coming to church and we want the kids to have fun and we want them to come back and and so they understand we kind of talk through that as we're doing it as well so they understand our heart for those kids and and the purpose behind it it's not just a chore but they're actually helping in the kingdom for the kingdom i love that how you were saying the kids can serve in the church but they don't necessarily need to come alongside you to serve in the church that they can just you know for example be far more outgoing than maybe you might be and they would be an awesome fit for a welcome you know welcoming people into the church and so they're not coming alongside you necessarily but coming alongside a trusted adult and yeah serving alongside them and there was also another thing I oh I love how you touched on how the mission behind why we're serving it's not just a we do this so do it and I think that's super important that we do need to model to our kids because that's primarily how they are going to learn but that we're actually teaching them the why behind why we're actually serving and you can still go into that as a parent if your child wants to learn alongside someone or serve alongside someone else you can still get them to unpack the why or you can unpack the why or ask some questions about what they enjoyed serving in that area or whatever so I think that's really cool the next question I have for you is one that really I I don't know I think it's a cheeky question because I'd like to know the answer do you think serving in the church from for your kids have you seen that translate into the home serving (laughs) it's interesting um yes and no is the is the answer um, to that, I think um, I've had to become really good at knowing when they've been peopled out, yeah. and knowing when it's okay for them just to be kids and just, just they need a mind break the same way that adults do. Kids these days live very busy lives. That um, I know I deliberately keep my kids pretty busy because I I do believe it keeps them out of trouble when they're teenagers. <laughs> But the, the downside of that is if they're serving and they're playing sport and they're doing all these things, they still they still need time to not be asked to do anything when they're at home. I think that's really important. However, um, the payoff for me is definitely empathy, kindness, understanding that they're part of a team um, and that together we need to achieve things they know that I work they know their dad works really hard too so they don't help for legal reasons we don't have strict chore charts anymore but we do say hey I'm feeling really under the pump at the moment Um, this needs to be done and that that is more likely to get a yep sure I can be your your helper today that's a far 
easier, less stressful way for everyone than saying, right, today you're on the dishwasher or you haven't made your bed, go and change your bed. Oh, it's more, right, these are the, these are the issues that I have. We're not going to get everything done if it's just me doing it. So what can you offer? How could, how could you help me today? What's, what does that look like for you? And they're really good. And I think this is a direct response to them serving in church is they're really good at empathising with how other people feel and, and are moved by that into service in the home. That's really cool. I know you mentioned how your youngest is 10. So when your kids were little, is this how you combated chores as well or did you have the more structured approach? Yeah, I, I definitely think there's a period of teaching. So um, we, we spend a lot of time talking about everyone needs to be doing something that helps our family and what is the thing that you can do that you will be successful at. So we made a few mistakes when they were little at asking them to do things that they found kind of big and overwhelming and found that it was better to ask them to do less and make them feel successful. And then when they felt successful, they were more likely to ask to contribute in some other way as well. Um, and then also for, for me, I've been at, at the back of my mind thinking, what skills do they need when they leave home that will help them be a productive and effective person in their own home? And so um, that's, that kind of guided some of those early year skills as well. And now, but now it's like, right, okay, team, here's the, here's the plan. These are the things that we need to get done. Which one of those do you think that you would be most likely to contribute to right now? Oh, well, I wouldn't like to do the dishwasher because I, I seem to have been stuck doing that the last couple of days. So is it possible that I could do the dusting today instead? Sure, absolutely. Okay, next child, what what area do you think? I'm going to go out and mow the lawns. Okay, sure, absolutely. So it's definitely a lot more collaborative than it used to be because I think when they're little they'll they still have that no I'm not doing it kind of <laughs> scenario um, but like for little Pinky our youngest she's definitely um, she still needs the right this is the chore you have between this time and this time to do it within that structure so she still feels like she has some choice but it has to be done by this time yeah, I really love that. Touching on what you were saying, how you you want them to do chores that cater for their strengths. Is this something that you also look for when they're in serving in the church or is it more need-based? I think our children have natural gift, gifting with kids and I, I think that's part of part of that journey has been having a, an older sibling with special needs and seeing the um, care and effort that's required to to give her what she needs and so they understand the practical outworking or what needs to happen in order to keep her safe and happy and those things so they've been able to go into a church situation and genuinely know because of their home experiences what they need to do in a practical way their giftings however are quite different than the practical steps that's their it comes it's an upwelling from deep within them the things that they know to do that they don't actually I've never actually taught them to do 
but they've seen it and they've captured it and they've understood it and it's evoked an emotional response in them. So a a good example would be my 17-year-old son was in church the other day and there was a little girl crying under the table. Now, I have never actively taught him if you ever see a little girl crying under the table, that you should go under the table and um, see if you can find out what's wrong. So so he just went and he did that. He got under the table with her and he sat with her until she was able to come out from under the table and sit in children's church with the rest of the children. I personally don't feel like I've offered him an experience that made him know that that was the right thing to do. But I definitely think that empathy is something that our family has cultured. So practical, when they're little, examples, modelling, those kind of things. But then when they're older, they know what it feels like to be in certain situations. They have an understanding of what it feels like to be the little kid under the table crying. They know and then they know how to then move in their giftings particularly in empathy I think a lot of people say you can't teach empathy I don't agree I think if they see it being modeled enough times it becomes it looks like it's second nature Mm. but actually they've had it modeled time and time and time again and the more different situations that you expose them to in a safe and loving way that allow them to see another adult not even you as a parent but other adults potentially showing that kind of empathy I think they do they can hone that skill or ability and so now it looks like it's a natural flow okay the last well yeah the last question I suppose I've got for you is I know you and Simon your husband are both passionate about leading kids to love the Lord what would you say to the listener who may be keen to disciple their kids but they really don't know how to go about it it's a really big question. I I don't believe in telling my kids to do anything I wouldn't do myself and haven't perhaps done. We always have really honest conversations around bad days and good days with them. Like um, I know some weeks at, at, in Kids Minute it can feel like or at home in your own home or this is a bit rough I've had it we've had a bad day we haven't um, been communicating very well today and we'll sit back and we'll think about what some of those things might be that we could do differently and we we definitely unpack those things our kids hear us talking about you know reflecting on kids ministry every week what went well what didn't go well um prayer um our prayer for our children and their families they they see us praying for other people's children and they and they understand that our heart is to bring people to Jesus we don't we've made it quite evident and we've made sure that we it's not a secret we we've always overtly talked about those things in, in front of our children our our frustrations as well like you know oh I wish someone would just really understand our heart in this area and then they'll ask questions about what do you mean mum or why why do you want to do that or and it's 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 about understanding your heart for Jesus and for those families and for those children so they know they know exactly why we do it and they know that we do it even when it's hard and they they 100% support that so I guess discipleship into ministry for me is all about them seeing you do it 
it's not fake it's not put on you're genuinely the same person at home as you are in children's ministry children are amazing at being able to pick up when you say one thing but do another (laughs) and so for me it was about having integrity so we are the same inside the house as we are outside the house they know that we love Jesus, they, they, we have worship in our home. Um, so it is with those basic skills. And then it's about bringing them alongside you at church, letting them see you, seeing what they can offer or bring to the table as well. If they're really into something that you perhaps don't have any skills in or you're not so keen on, finding a really good mentor um, for them is so important to, you know, our son loved AV stuff. So he he did that at um, at our old church. That was his preferred passion at the time. And so he worked in that um, faithfully. Finding a way to take a natural skill and ability and see an area in your church which could offer a development in that skill because where their passion lies then it won't be hard to get them to go and do it they'll just they'll want to get up and they'll want to they'll want to help and then the other thing I would say is an expectation we have an expectation that our children will be in church every week and we've never had to have a discussion with them about whether or not they'll come on Sunday that's part of their DNA they know it's it's something that we do every Sunday it's not a choice it's not a it's never had to be a choice they just know that we go and we find a job and we try and match it with our skills and abilities so that it's a, a joy to serve in those areas it doesn't feel like hard work and then surround ourselves with people that are like-minded and um, and then the service is second nature. I love that. Can you see why I wanted to get Kate on here? Because seriously, there's so much wisdom there and I get to live right next door to her. So I feel super blessed. What she's saying, she is practicing what she preaches because her kids serve in church and I serve alongside them and They're awesome. They've got such an awesome attitude. And I love that, Kate, you touched on the fact that it's not really a choice in your home for your kids to attend church because we were having a discussion before this podcast about feelings and I just don't feel like it today. And a lot of our, uh, I I think feelings are really hyped up in our society these days and they have I don't know, sometimes we're making silly decisions because of our feelings. And at the end of the day, your kids, it's just not even a discussion, really. They just come willingly. And, you know, I'm sure that if one day they came to you and said, that's just not something I want to do today, that you would um, set them straight in a loving way. And Kate's just sitting there nodding away. (laughs) But... That is so awesome and I, I, it's something that I definitely want to continue with our children. You know, our kids are five and, what, 10 weeks, 11 weeks today. So <laughs> we've got a long ways to go to get to 17, but I love that your kids are modelling that as well, that they are willingly in service and in the church as well, and that's coming from you too. So that's so awesome. 
I want to thank you so much, Kate, for coming on the podcast and letting me interview you. I hate to break it to you, but there are plenty of other topics that are come up, going to come up on the podcast and I'm going to be coming your way, <laughs> which I'm, yeah, we always sit sit there and chat for ages anyway. So I just love coming over and being her neighbour. <laughs> So thank you so much, Kate, and yeah, I will wrap it up there. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.